1160, The Quest, Atlanta's Catholic radio station. We are in the last two hours of our pledge drive. Wow, what a wonderful pledge drive it's been. It's a spirit drive. Celebrate your faith spirit drive. We are trying to get the necessary funds in order to keep Catholic Radio on the air. And we need your help. We are at uh, 678-688-4549. We right now are still sitting at this $48,690. We've been there a while. We have been at $48,690 a while. Come on, who can be the hero that gives us the last uh, 1310 to get us up to that $50,000 mark? We can do this. Come on, let's do it. 678-688-4549. We have some wonderful fundraisers here with us today because <laughs> these focused missionaries, they know how to raise funds. When we do these local pledge drives, we also get great local guests. And this hour is no exception. We have Georgia Tech Catholic Center focused missionaries, Shristi Gupta and Rick Dickens. And uh, welcome. Thank you. We are Thank so you glad you're here. Us. Thank you for Thank having you. us. All right, so we know that all good things begin with prayer. Would one of you be willing to, to lead us in a prayer to get the hour started? Yeah, I can go ahead and do that. Great. So, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you um, just for this, this time that we get to have together um, to just talk about our faith, to talk about um, the wonderful ways in which you're working in our lives as well as in the lives of so many students at Georgia Tech. We just ask that you be here with us during this interview um, and here on the radio and for all of those listening um, in this moment that uh, they may feel your presence with them each and every day, that you may bless their lives, um, and that they may grow closer to you in pursuit of sanctity um, and of heaven. And Mother, may we entrust this time to you and this hour to you, and when we offer this up in your most holy name as we say, Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, when when um, we do this, we have a few housekeeping kind of things to, to cover, all right? All right. We have been waiting to ring this bell for an hour. Okay. All right? Okay. We didn't get to do it. We did it right at the top of the hour, but it was actually from a donation from the previous hour. So we want to ring this bell. We ring the bell when we get to every $10,000 increment. That means that we ring it at $50,000, so we're only $1,310 away from another ring. Alrighty. So we do that. We also get another, an automatic ring when we get a founder. And a founder says that they will give $100 a month for 36 months or a one-time $3,600 pledge. We have done that several times so far. We have had Julie, Julietta, Denise, Janet, Betty, St. Bridget's Men's Clubs, Michael, Father Peak, Denise, Major General Tom, an anonymous donor, Gift of Hope, Peter, uh, Christ the King, Knights of Columbus, Lynn Wood, Johanna, Terry Newton from Mustard Seed Communities, Chuck, and then we have two more that I don't know the names, but I know we had two that were added. So we'll we'll get the names on those last two. Um, so we are grateful to all of those 20 people who have called in as a founder. We would love to have a whole lot more before we, before we end this interview. The number to call if you want to help us with that is 678-688-4549. It is an automatic ring of the bell. We have two guests here, so we've got to ring it at least twice. If we get a founder, we also will be over $50,000 and we'll be able to ring it twice. 
but we got to get the phones ringing. Oh, wow. Whatever you can give, whether it's a founder, a one-time, a monthly, whatever it is. We also have this <laughs> this uh, very fun uh, competition between all of the Knights of Columbus, uh, or four of the Knights of Columbus, for the fish fry competition. Who has the best fish fry? The Knights of Columbus were on here last night, and uh, we gave one point for uh, uh a one-time donation, two points for a monthly donation, and three points for a founder. And right now, the the count is St. Bridget's in the lead with 21. Um, Christ the King is next with 15. Uh, St. Michael's has nine, and All Saints is eight. But we still have time. Anybody could win this. I keep thinking one of these, like All Saints or St. Michael's, they're just going to come blazing at the end and pass everybody up. They've probably got it up their sleeve that they're just going to come in and blaze right past everybody at the very end so they don't have time to catch up. So let's do it. Number to call 678-688-4549. Okay. Oh, we also want to say thank you to Chick-fil-A on Woodstock Road in Roswell because they have given us breakfast sandwiches every day mm-hmm. of the pledge drive, and they are delicious. So thank you to Chick-fil-A on uh, Woodstock Road here in Roswell. Okay. So I think that's all the housekeeping. If something else comes up, I will definitely I'll interrupt you as we go through the interview process. Interrupt you every once in a while to do some begging. You're welcome to beg <laughs> with me. The number's right there. You can beg with me anytime you want to. And uh, so let's let's go ahead and and get started. Again, we're talking with Shrishti Gupta and Rick Dickens, and they are focus missionaries at Georgia Tech Catholic Center. So let's start out by just, you know, there, there's got to be people out there still that don't know what FOCUS is. So let's Absolutely. start out by, by telling what that acronym stands for and um, um, what FOCUS is and what they do. So FOCUS stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students. And um, the whole idea behind it is to basically encourage mission for life. In, cap- in the Catholic Church, and it, it mostly focuses on uh, college students and building them up where they're at. Rick, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I would say that's that's a big part. Is um, it's it's something that is very mission driven, um, mm-hmm. and that's been been a gift to I think part of the reason my yeah. focus is able to spread so much um, so quickly is because it not only um, raises up future leaders of the church, but it also yeah. empowers them to go out and actually to evangelize and spread uh, the gospel to, to yeah. each and every person that they encounter. Um, yeah. And so that's a little bit about what we do. Um, yeah. We get to go onto these college campuses, meet these students where they're at, um, and, and to walk with them and to really invest yeah. in them uh, in a very formative time of their lives. Excellent. Very, very good. And, and you know, I, I know because my daughter was a focus missionary for a while, I know that that there are statistics about uh, mm-hmm. how many students leave their faith when they when they get to college, and and so let's share some a few of those statistics to kind of set the stage for the need for focus on the campuses. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the the one that that comes to mind is that eighty percent of those who leave the co- or the Catholic faith will yeah. do so by age twenty two, mm-hmm. um, which is a very startling statistic. And so what better place to actually go out um, and to meet these students yeah. um, than yeah, in the eighteen to twenty two years of yeah. of age when they're finally independent on their own, thinking for themselves, have all these different ideas and um, people pulling them every which way and direction. Um, and so to actually go out and to to uh, yeah, really encounter them 
um, and and help them uh, on their faith journey is, I think, one of the biggest ways that yeah. Focus um, does that and kind of uh, one of the big reasons why we're on a college campus. Yeah. I mean, we're on 153 college campuses right now, which is quite a bit. That's 42 states. Um, and it's making a difference. I mean, I know Focus was a huge part of my faith, and I believe Rick's as well. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I mean, since starting in... Uh, 1998, uh, right? Um, yeah. And so being able to, mm-hmm. in 20 years, or just about, now I guess it's 21, yeah. go from one campus one in campus. Benedictine College in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, of Atchison, Kansas, and now to um, grow the way that it has, I think it's just a testament yeah. to um, kind of the, the model that Christ himself yeah. <laughs> modeled for us all in spiritual yeah. multiplication and, and being able to actually go out. Yeah. Uh, now we have 700 missionaries serving yeah. full-time. And we, we're not only in the U.S., we're actually, we actually have five international locations as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's going, yeah. you know? And Truly every, every corner of, yeah. of the world, which is really cool. Uh, that is very cool. And, and um, you know, I use the, the quote that I actually originally heard from Focus, but it applies to Catholic Radio as well. Um, some people um, give to the missions by going, and some people go to the mm-hmm. missions by giving. And I think it applies to focus, but it also really applies to Catholic Radio because the mission of Catholic Radio is to save souls. And we can so easily do that simply by picking up a phone and dialing. I mean, it's just it's just as easy as that, giving up a little bit of our treasure. You know, we haven't talked a lot about the Dollar a Day Club, but... But, uh, you know, I think most people can give up a dollar a day. You can figure out a way. You know, somebody said you go to the coffee shop and you take the next size smaller. You know, Mm -hmm. that's your dollar a day right there. Um, You know, you don't go through the drive-thru. If you're, you know, if you're somebody that goes out every day at work or whatever, brown bag at once and and, uh, count that up and get up to the $30 a, a month. Whatever it is, it's the dollar a day. Figure out a way to give up a dollar a day and call in to Catholic Radio and pledge that. A dollar a day would give us, um, if you do $30 a month, that's $360 in a year for Catholic Radio. And that goes a long ways because we have a potential 3.1 million listeners at any given moment because this signal is so strong. 50,000 watt station, we reach a whole lot of people and uh, we hear all the time about those that happened, air quotes, happened onto the radio station and all of a sudden their lives are being changed because of what they're hearing and the misconceptions about the Catholic Church are being, uh, you know, they're realizing that what they understood isn't the truth, and they are being given the truth. So can you participate? We really need your help. We are now at $48,840, so that's just, what are we at now? $1,160. So we are uh, moving up a a little bit at a time, and when we get to $50,000, we are going to ring this bell. So come (laughs) on, let's do it. Give us a call. Um, at 678-688-4549. Oh, okay. This is the the names is what you're telling me? Okay. All right. So, you know, we do use every penny, nickel, dime, and quarter very wisely. And so, you know, we've got these little post-it notes that we are are passing around to each other. So when you hear me pause for just a minute, it's because I'm trying to figure out what they're telling me on the little post-it note. 
So, uh, yeah, we, we, we are high tech here. I'm telling you, I brought my own personal computer. We've got a Google Doc here that's being updated so that I can see what the totals are. We really want the money that you give to go to the purpose that it's intended, and that is to keep Catholic Radio on the air and fulfill the mission of saving souls. And we take that very seriously. Truly, we do. And so can you give us a call and give us some of your treasure for the mission of saving souls. Again, we're at $48,890 um, overall so far for the, the three-day pledge drive. We are at $136,991. So come on, a hero could could uh, make that $9, bring it up to, to $137, and then we just need $13,000. So, But a, a big hero could give us the whole $13,007. I'm sure there's somebody out there that could do it to get us up to the $150,000 mark. But whatever it is that you would like to give, whatever the Holy Spirit is calling you to give, that's what we want you to do. The number to call 678-688-4549. Again, we are talking with Shristi Gupta and Rick Dickens, and they are focused missionaries. FOCUS stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students. They are acting as a missionary on the Georgia Tech Catholic Center campus. So talk to us about what a missionary on a campus. You know, we usually, when we think about missionaries, we think about going to foreign lands, right? Right. So so we're talking Georgia Tech Catholic Center. Mm -hmm. What does a missionary do at Georgia Tech Catholic Center? Well, you see, so what... With us, we meet the students where they're at. It's a very peer-based ministry. Uh, we work closely with the campus ministry, so with Father Josh, who's our chaplain, and whoever works there, and with the Catholic student organization there. And we invite students into the faith and into learning more about their faith through events, to bi- through Bible studies, honestly, sometimes even just bringing them to the sacrament- sacraments. Um, and I think it's mostly about meeting them where they're at. And Rick, what, do you have anything else? Yeah, and so I think the, the main three things that we try and do is uh, we try and have them have like an encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, we try and invite them um, in and then trying to have an impact afterwards um, mm-hmm. after the, the original invite or encounter that they may have. And so those are the kind of the things that we really try and lay the, the groundworks to do. Um, as you're talking about, when people hear missionaries, they always think of yeah. you know anywhere but a college campus. But again, I think uh, that there aren't really many places that need missionaries more than a college mm-hmm. campus because there's so many students, there's so many people that we could be reaching right now. Yeah. Um, and there's so many students out there that are just totally lost yeah. um, and, and have lost their, their identity of who they are as, as sons and daughters of Christ. And so yeah. being able to to invite them into um, the Catholic Center, into the community, into the faith, um, and to, we really, we do it through, through two uh, avenues through Bible studies yeah. and discipleship. discipleship. Um, and, and those are the ways that we really try and invite them and try to have impacts on their lives. Um, mm-hmm. Bible studies and um, that's where they get to have like a, a Catholic community, get to yeah. meet people, get to, um, whether they're in the same fraternity or different Greek life on campus yeah. or um, same majors or whatever the case may be, they meet people who are like-minded in pursuing yeah. Christ. And that is something that is so attractive to each yeah. and every college student, whether they realize it or not. Yeah. And then from there, discipleship allows us to really intentionally one-on-one, not only the missionary to student, but also then those students turn around 
um, and invest in other students. Yeah. And so that really allows for spiritual multiplication to happen and for us to reach so many more souls than, yeah. you know, if it was just myself, Shristi, and the rest of our team going out. Yeah. Um, but actually empowering students so that yeah. not only can they impact students on a college campus, but when they graduate yeah. and go into into a parish, they can just say, like, let's ride yeah. um, and just go um, and, and yeah. really bring people uh, yeah. with them to yeah. heaven. I mean, they're the future, right? They're mm-hmm. in college right now, but they're going to be out in the world. They're going to be in the parishes. They're going to be in your parish. Um, if they are on fire about their faith, then they'll change their own parish as well. And that's what we're trying to do is bring them there so that one day they can go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps some of them could go somewhere abroad. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh-oh. But it's, it's a cool. It's, it's so cool yeah. to see your students yeah. go and, and do <laughs> incredible things. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Okay, so let, let's talk about some of those things. What are you seeing your students, your your mentees, whatever you want to call it, students, mentees? Um, my understanding is that focus is kind of a, uh, a multiplication of the loaves, that each mm-hmm. one goes and finds one mm-hmm. and brings them closer to God. And, and so you guys have a, a core amount of people that you work with, and then they go out and they work with people and it just keeps multiplying. So you're seeing some fruits and let's talk about some of those fruits. I'll give out the number real quick and then let's talk about some of them. 678-688-4549-678-688-4549. Come on, $1,110 and we ring the bell. $1,110. We can do this. I want to say thank you to um, Georgia, to Kirsten, to Robin, to Oscar, to Regina, to an anonymous person, to John, to Jared, to Mary, to Jeannie. Um, Those are all the ones that have called in that I'm not sure if I said your name. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to make sure that everyone knows how much we appreciate the fact that they are calling and they are giving to Catholic Radio. We found out that the last two founders that I didn't know the names of when I read the list, Sabrina and an anonymous person. So we are grateful for those uh, donations as a founder. And we were looking for anything that you can give. But right now, it would be really cool just to get up to that $50,000 mark. For today, $1,110 is all that we need Come on, we can do this, $1,110, and we are just about uh, 13000 away from the goal for the three days, and that would be at the 150000 mark. Take it one step at a time. Right now, we're just trying to get up to the 50000 for the day, and then soar right on past it so that we end up at the $150,000 for the three days. The number to call, 678-688-4549. All right, we were talking with Shrishti Gupta and Rick Dickens. We were talking about um, the fruits, the fruits of, of uh, what you're, the, the fruit that's bearing from the focus missionary activities. Yep. All right, so, um, so there's six missionaries. There's six of us. We have a team of six, two men and four women on campus. So if we were just trying to do this on our own and not bringing students into it, this we wouldn't be able to reach the campus. But right now we have 85 disciples on our college campus, which means 85 students who have committed their life to spreading the word of God, 
who have committed their life to the sacraments, who've committed, who've actually committed themselves to leading Bible studies, to mentoring other students. Um, not only that, through those students, we have um, about 203 Bible study participants, mm-hmm. which six missionaries would not be able to lead. Um, so that's that's kind of what we're going for more, is to empower them so that they can go out. That way, with six missionaries, you can actually reach the college campus. Um, I would say some one of the biggest things that I have seen as fruit is um, I lead a Bible study with uh, one of my disciples, and it has about 15 women in it. And currently, six of them are leading their own Bible studies. Now, I will not. I would not be able to reach the freshmen that they're reaching. I cannot physically um, reach those twenty to thirty women that they are investing in every single day. But through them, we can do that. And I think that's the coolest part about focus. And the thing is, every single one of those women in Bible study, they they know, like my disciples know that, like they are loved and cared for by at least one person mm-hmm. and they and their girls are know that they're loved and cared for by at least one person and not only that they know that like jesus loves them mm-hmm. but like in more of a personal encounter than anything else mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i think yeah to, to shushi's point it's it's really cool to see so we're actually a relatively newer team yeah. this year in terms of yeah. there are four of us that are all first years yeah um and so this is our first year as not only focused missionaries but also at the georgia tech campus and Trishti and i are both yeah. first year missionaries um and so it's it's been really cool to see not only the uh, wonderful missionaries that have come before us and i think our first year was 2013 at georgia tech yes um and so to see um what the wonderful missionaries before us have been able to lay as like kind of the foundation or the groundwork for for what we've had mm-hmm. and what we're able to come into, but then yeah. actually to see um, what what our our teammates are doing. I think we're currently have a Bible study in every single sorority on campus. We do, um, which is really cool and really exciting. And not many yeah. campuses can say that. Yeah. And what's exciting about that is literally every single girl who walks into a sorority at Georgia Tech has the opportunity to be a part of a Bible yeah. study. And that is such a gift and such yeah. a blessing. And um, uh, it's just cool to see how, how our teammates have really been yeah. able to, to get into those yeah. sorting houses. Um, and then the fraternity aspect are really starting to um, work on that as well. We have one in Beta. We have Sig App, Delta Chi, Cap Sigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, I think, 33 fraternities or something yeah. like that on, on Georgia Tech. So there's a lot of work to get done there. But um, just to see... Even in the Greek aspect, I think yeah. that the area that people would consider to be the most difficult to, to get into, um, for for whatever reason, has actually been uh, thriving, um, yeah. which is, is super cool to see. So again, just the the gifts of, uh, as Shristi was talking about, to see not only um, the missionaries doing exceptionally well, but to see the students yeah. to, to grow in their confidence, to be able to feel like they can go out and, and evangelize. And then when they graduate, go into their workplace or mm-hmm. their parishes, has been really cool. Um, and then lastly, I'd say another awesome gift has just been we uh, actually have started a, a um, Bible study with the football team at, yeah. at Georgia Tech. So um, to see those guys coming around, um, and they're, they're some of the greatest guys that I've gotten to yeah. to work with. Um, and so just to see um, the, the faith and, and the athletics department, when we have one with the women's track and field team. I mean, yeah. literally every corner of campus, we, yeah. we have Bible studies there or trying to get there. So. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, we not only have them in athletics and um, the Greek life, we're also targeting um, 
Georgia Tech fellowship programs, right? So we have a Grand Challenges Bible study. We have a Stamp Scholar Bible studies. So it's it's grad honestly students. grad I mean, students Bible studies. They're you know like slowly we can reach pretty much every corner absolutely of this campus and that's just amazing i mean i went to george tech's so i uh i've i've been around focus for four years and I, i've just seen it blow up mm-hmm. like when i was a first year i think we had like five or six maybe a few more bible studies and just to see where we're at now and just the growth of the catholic center itself mm-hmm. And, you know, is it kind of unusual, I think, for them to put you on the campus that you graduated from? Yes, it is unusual. Um, So I'm an international, I was an international student, so I'm uh, I'm on a visa, which was one of the reasons where where they put me, they have to keep me for two years. Um, And I just feel like, I don't know, they don't really tell us why they place us where they place us. We just... Yeah. Commit to it for two years, and yeah. it's great. I mean, I love being back. I just, I since my daughter was a famous yeah. missionary, and because I have the role that I do in doing pledge drives, you know, in, in mm-hmm. many different states, I interview a lot of focused missionaries, and I've never had anyone tell me that they were on the same campus yeah. that they graduated from. Yeah, I'm... It's a special case. We're, yeah, we're I'm thankful. just a special case. We're, yeah. we're thankful that but she's here. That's, I just, I wonder too absolutely. if that's why you're having such, such success in getting into sororities is because of the well, contacts so that you had. Here's the interesting <laughs> part. I am actually not one of the Greek missionaries. That is no. one of our, oh, that okay. is two of our teammates, Caitlin and Deidre. Okay. And they're the Greek missionaries and mm-hmm. they've been like really working um, to, and to work to get into the sororities but to actually just love the women that are there mm-hmm. um but i I, th- I think to your point yeah. the continuity is huge and dj yeah. has been here for five years yeah mm-hmm. so, so she's, she's been, been able to see um and she's really been able to because uh, it's difficult sometimes when folks missionaries come in for a year and mm-hmm. then they um get called elsewhere which praise god because when, when they do there's yeah. obviously a even bigger need at yeah. a different campus and mm-hmm. as missionaries we're called to fill those needs and, and yeah. focus does a great job of really trying to keep us at a at a place at a, a university, um, if possible, so that we yeah. can have those um, lifelong relationships yeah. uh, and and really form those intentional friendships and, and discipleship with the students. But I, I think Deidre is a perfect example yeah. of that, where she spent five years there and she's really gotten yeah. to work with um, <clears throat> students who have literally. I mean, she's seen from first year to to, two, yeah. to, to graduation or fifth years, and yeah. so I think that continuity has really allowed for the Greek yeah. um, movement at, at Georgia Tech to, to take off. Yeah. So I think you're definitely correct yeah. in, in Yeah, that for continuity, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I have a message that I just received that the fish fry voting cutoff is 6 p.m. So we'll announce the winner at 6.30 p.m. So come on, Knights. Come on, <laughs> Knights of Columbus. Come on, everyone who benefits from the fish fries of the Knights of Columbus. It is time to finish voting. Right now we have 21 vote, twenty-one points for St. Bridget's, 15 for Christ the King. We have 9 for St. Michael's and 8 for All Saints. You get one point. If you want to vote, you call in and you make a donation. You get one point for a one-time donation, two points for a monthly donation, and three points if you become a founder. I actually think they're selling founders short. We should be given like five points for founders, right? Uh, come on. All right, so so next time, right? Uh, 
888-4549. That is the number to call. You only have 30 minutes left for the voting. The cutoff is 6 p.m. to vote for this fish fry. It was so much fun. I'm telling you what, those knights were here. They were bantering with each other. It was uh, it was a lot of uh, competition, a lot of testosterone going, but but a very friendly friendly <laughs> competition. So just a lot of fun, and and the phones went off the hook, and we actually lost signal and all kinds oh, wow. of stuff and so that's why we continued it today it wasn't intended to carry over to today but we have and we have had a few calls a few votes today so come on uh i keep i keep hoping that all saints and saint michael who have been kind of the underdog the whole time i keep hoping that they're just going to surge at the end when uh, christ the king and uh, saint bridget's can't do anything about it they're just going to surge up there come out from behind so so i'm waiting come on all saints come on saint michael come on saint bridget's who's in first place and christ the king second place let's do it six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine we are talking with shristi shristi gupta and rick dickens and we are talking about focus and about uh the things that they do on the campus. One of probably uh, the really big things that you do is the Bible studies. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about how it's all the sororities. It's with the football players. Mm-hmm. So, Rick, do you do you work with the football players? I do, yes, ma'am. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. That, that's a tough crowd, huh? Uh, well, you would th- think that, but they, these guys are some of the more committed and faithful um, men that I've ever met. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's funny. With the football players, I'd say Georgia Tech in general, uh, these are bright, bright, bright individuals. Uh, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, are for, for all of us areas of, of growth. But I, if you get a Georgia Tech student, football player, whoever, uh, to be motivated to do something, I mean, these guys are mature, they are smart, they are bright. And if, as long as you empower them to actually go out and, and to mm-hmm. um, really live out their faith, they will do it. And so the football players have been no different. They've been such a joy, an absolute gift for me. Um and I've loved getting to work with them. Yeah. And so did you play football in college? So I did not. Um, okay. I actually, yeah. So I'm a, a uh, Greek and athlete. Outreach is the main mm-hmm. two, two yeah. areas that I kind of do. And I was <laughs> coincidentally neither on, <laughs> uh, during my undergrad at the University of Missouri. But um, I, uh, yeah, I love the guys so much. And it's been a gift to do that. I played baseball in high school. So yeah, that's the extent of my athletic career that I was no longer good enough and called it quits. Yeah. So awesome. Well, you know, I don't know. Not awesome. I guess that you didn't get to continue, but, <laughs> but awesome that, that you played it and that you enjoyed it and, and, uh, that your focus went to something else. Absolutely. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. To focus. Your Ex- focus. <laughs> focus right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. as a, a convert in college yeah yep. i mean once i yeah. went to college and sports is no longer there kind of went searching for for that Something purpose else. or that focus that you're talking about and yeah. the uh catholic faith was was it yeah. So. yeah so tell us a little bit about each of you i did i should have probably started out with that it would have made you know more more <laughs> timeline sense more more um, organized if we would have started out with telling us a little bit about each of you but uh let's do that now and the number to call six seven eight six eight eight Four five four nine. So let's start with Rick. Tell us a little bit about about you and what led you um, into Focus. Yeah, we heard a little bit about it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so um, my name is is Rick, as you guys have come to find out. I'm from Dallas, Texas originally, and then I went to school at the University of Missouri, where I studied journalism. 
And uh, wow, journalism! Yes, wow. yeah. Okay, <laughs> we need some good journalists. Out there. <laughs> no kidding. Um, but I, I went in with every intention of well, if I can't play sports, then I might as well cover it. Um, and I quickly found out what I love most about sports is that it wasn't my job. Um, and so I decided no longer to pursue that, and I went more strategic communication, what it's called, so marketing and advertising, if you will. Um, and so my freshman year of college was probably the uh, toughest year of my life because everything that I had uh, ever desired and dreamed of was to play sports in college, and that was no longer a possibility. And so um, when that was gone, I went into college campus, and I had uh, my whole identity, I felt like almost stripped, um, and I was just totally seeking for something. And so um, I tried looking at just about everything. I would play pickup sports. I would involved in intramurals. I was trying to, I mean, I had a lot of friends. I was making great grades. Everything should have been great, at least in the world would have told me, but I just felt so empty inside. And so it actually wasn't until my sophomore year of college <clears throat> that I encountered a focus missionary out on campus. His name is Braxton Callen. I'll never forget him. He now serves in Haiti um, with Family Missions Company. Um, but anyways, he, uh, yeah, just something about the way that he lived, uh, his joy, it, it was very uh, eye-opening to me. And so uh, he got me to start going to Mass. Um, and, and the thing that stood out to, to me about Mass was it was the first time I'd walked into church and felt like something purposeful and meaningful was happening in front of me. And that was something that I just never felt before while walking into church. And so <clears throat> I was captivated, I was hooked, and I was intrigued. And just having him be able to walk with me, having him be able to um, introduce me to students who also were seeking something more um, and it was more than just their grades or whatever the case may be, but it was really, um, about not only living, um, for this life, but f for, for eternal life. And, and that was something that was so attractive to me and something that was so foreign to me. And so, um, I was just so attracted to that. And, uh, when it got time to kind of decide where I was going to go into uh, postgraduate life, I'd actually accepted a marketing and advertising job back in Dallas, um, but I just felt this pull over and over and over again. Uh, focus was actually the last thing I wanted to do because um, the idea of like fundraising and um, going back to a college campus that I loved my time at Mizzou. Don't get me wrong. I love, love, love Mizzou, but um, <laughs> I was ready to get off after my four years and start young adult life and this, that, and the other. I very much had my own plans and my own desires, but I just felt like in prayer over and over again, God was calling me to give the greatest gift that I had been given, which is my Catholic faith, to other people on a college campus. And just knowing how many people are starving out there for that and how many students were like me, I, I simply could not say no. And I got placed at Georgia Tech, and it's been yeah. the greatest uh, adventure and, and joy that, that I think I've had so far. So, yeah. Excellent. Oh, so good. And... Um, then uh, we'll talk with Shristi about uh, your your background, a little bit of background, and, and what brought you to focus. All right. So I actually uh, grew up in India. Uh, I grew up Hindu. And when I came to college here when I was 18, I was atheist. So that's how I stepped foot on the college campus. <laughs> uh, I like to say that I was an anti-missionary. Uh, <laughs> but... I was atheist. I wanted everyone to be atheist. And there was really no purpose, I would say, in my life except getting good grades. I definitely found my identity in my grades. Um, and George Tech is hard. So that started going downhill at some point. And <laughs> I just remember, 
<laughs> Rick has seen it. Yeah. Um, I just remember like coming to a point where I, I just didn't have a purpose um, and I didn't really know what was going on. And I was talking to a friend who is Christian and she told me that she would pray for me. And I just launched into telling her that that's not going to work because God doesn't exist. But, you know, like this kept, friend kept pushing on like, no, like God does exist. Jesus does love you. And it was just intriguing, you know, because she wasn't really arguing with me. She was just like sharing her faith mm-hmm. and how much she loved God. And it, it I was curious. So I started looking into it to find something wrong with Christianity so I could just move on. Um, clearly, I feel pretty miserably <laughs> at it here. Um, and as I was looking for where I belonged, what church I belonged at, I ended up at Mass at the Catholic Center. Uh, one of my dorm mates brought me there. And I just had uh, an, an experience with Jesus in the Eucharist during the consecration. Um, I knew something was there. It's hard to explain it, but there was something there. Uh, I, I, I like to say I was bawling my eyes out, and I didn't understand why. Um, so two weeks later, joined RCIA. Um, I joined it to learn, but the more I learned about the faith, I just grew closer to Christ because of the beautiful complexity that there is and also simplicity at the same time. Um, So on April 4th, uh, 2015, I got baptized, received first communion and got confirmed all at the Catholic center at Georgia tech. Grand Uh, slam. mm -hmm. All of them all all together. Best day of my life. I don't think anything can beat it from there. Um, and but the thing is like because i didn't have a background in like sharing your faith it's just it's a very christian thing um i wanted to share this joy but i had no idea how to Mm. so come fall stephanie shipley who is a focused missionary at georgia tech i i met her and she like saw this like i really wanted to share it but i didn't have i don't know how so she actually asked me to be one of her disciples and she she really invested in me and showed me what it means and to share your faith but also how to share it and the more i got involved with focus at georgia tech and at the catholic center i just like I knew God was calling me to it. Um, I mean, obviously there's always like doubts. I, I was definitely considering grad school, uh, love research. I'm a nerd through and through. Uh, so I was definitely thinking about grad school as well, but senior year, uh, I knew he was calling me to it. So applied, got accepted. When I accepted the position, did not know I would be coming back to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm very glad to be back it is the best place to be um but it is i like to say this it is actually the best job Mm. i mean i i cannot i am so excited to go to work every day Mm. like it is a joy to be a missionary so i am glad that you know jesus brought me here yeah Um, yeah. Fundraising is kind of tough when you're international like that, huh? Yeah. And an atheist friends and family and... <laughs> well, and, my family is uh, actually Hindu, but... Okay, yes. okay. 
kind of tough. Kind of tough. So, you know, let's send a shout out. You know, God's got enough money. He's got enough mm-hmm. money for Focus. He's got enough money for Catholic Radio. He's got enough money for all of us. But right now, we're not getting a whole lot of calls. So we got to get these calls coming in. Right now, we are just... Um, we are just $820 away now from ringing the bell. $820 away from ringing the bell. We absolutely can do this. Um, let's see. We have had, uh, we're in the 5 o'clock hour. Macy called in, and uh, she was a monthly donor. And Lynette called in as a one-time, and Heidi as a one-time. And that's why we're now at $49,180. And uh, boy, I'm telling you what, if we can't get the $820 that we need in order to ring the bell before these focused missionaries leave the hot seat, we are in trouble. I'm telling you what, $820, it's all that we need. So come on, let's do this. What would that be? What about uh, 70? You guys are the math people. $70 a month or so, something like that. I don't know. It's It's been three days and I'm tired and I can't do the math anymore. But, uh, you know, it's like, come on, we can do this. I, I got to the $820. That's all we need. $820 to get us to $50,000. We can do this. Can you give all of it? Can you give part of it? Give us a call, 678-688-4549. After you do that, then go to the Focus website, and you can donate to one of these two beautiful people that are here before us that are working so hard to keep our kids Catholic at the Georgia Tech Catholic Center. And uh, I think you just go to the website and put in your name, yes? Is that yeah. the way you do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so spell your name for him, Shristi. Um, S R I S H T I G U P T A. And Rick. R I C D I C K E N S. A little bit easier on you, but yes, it's R I C, not R I C K. Yes. Yes. So, so if you would like to help them, God's got enough money. You know, He really does. It's in each of our pockets. And we just need to give back some of the many, many blessings that he gives to us. We need to give back to him. One of the ways to do that is through Catholic Radio. I really think it's a a strong way because I have seen the stories over and over again. But I also think that uh, we're getting some movement on the, the voting, too. I also think that Focus is doing good work. So if you would like to donate to them, either in addition to or in, in, you know, Instead of, if, if your heart is calling you to focus instead of to, to Catholic Radio, certainly we cannot argue any of the, mis- any of the, the ministries that, that we uh, give some of our tithe to, give some of our, our um, blessings from God back to. And, and um, we really just pray that the Holy Spirit moves the hearts in the directions that they're supposed to move them. We are getting some voting here on the board. Um, uh, you know, what did I say? Look at this. St. <laughs> Michael's, they're on the move. They are now up to 12 points. So come on, St. Michael's. Come on, All Saints. Come on, St. Bridget's. Come on, Christ the King. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can absolutely do this. I, would, I always go for the underdog. You know, my husband <laughs> and I met at a muscular dystrophy camp. I've always, my whole life, I have voted for the underdog. And gosh, that sounds terrible. I don't mean to say that that, uh, muscular dystrophy is an underdog because they are absolutely (laughs) some of my favorite people in the whole world, truly. But I guess what I'm saying is those that that, um, 
maybe don't have it as easy as others is probably a better way to say it. That's always where my heart goes to. So I'm, I'm rooting. I am rooting for one of these uh, numbers that have been lower than everybody all the time to just surge at the end and, and just whoop them all. That's what I'm hoping for. So um, actually, I just I, what I would really love is for all of them to tie. How cool would that be? You know, just get a, a four-way tie. That would be awesome, too. Number to call if you want to vote. We only have until 6 o'clock, 678 688 Four five four nine six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. I'm doing a, a pledge drive out in Colorado in a couple weeks. I'm going to call him tomorrow, the guy out there, and say, we got to do this. This is awesome. So, <laughs> so uh, 678-688-4549 is the number to call if you want to vote by uh, giving a donation. One, one point for a uh, one-time donation, two points for a monthly donation, Three points for a founder, and you can vote for the the fish fry that um, you like the most. And we have a message for Rick and for Shristi um, from Father Jack Knight. How awesome <laughs> is that? Um, love them and support their mission. And he, we love him too, don't we? Oh, yeah, we, we absolutely we, do. We do. He's a, a great man. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, Father Jack. Thanks, Father. That's awesome. That is awesome. He was on the air, so yeah. Yeah, we, we listened yeah. to him last, yeah, last night. Last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and my daughter else. texted me and said, that was a great interview. And, of course, I see it at, like, 10 o'clock last night because I don't check my phone when I – because I go back to the hotel and research guests for the next day. Right. So we don't go off the air till 7. Then I go back. I eat a quick dinner, talk to my family, start researching – then I looked at my text messages. And I was like, "Which one?" And she said, "Father Jack Knight." So yeah, she, she liked that I mean, as that's, well. That's so, no surprise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so anyway, so um, six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. We are at four forty nine thousand one hundred and eighty dollars. Come on, give us a call. We are getting. So close to 50000 We really want to ring the bell. We only have about 10 more minutes with our focus missionaries. What else would you like th- for them to know, either about Catholic Radio, about Focus, about you? What would you like to, to tell us about uh, in these last 10 minutes? Yeah, I think one of the things that we haven't touched on yet is um, we're actually going to Peru tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, for our wow. mission trip with yeah. 25 uh, students yeah. as well. Um, and so that's, again, one of the things that, yeah. that focus. And this is really some that, that Father Josh um, has um, done a great job with yeah. at the Georgia Tech Catholic Center as well. But we're going to Peru tomorrow. We will literally, in, in 24 hours, be up in the air, headed headed that way. And yeah. so... Um, I think that would be something cool. I know yeah. Trishti has actually been on it as a student, yeah. so she so, can probably talk about it a little bit more. Um, as a student, I've been on it twice, and this is my third time going back. It is actually the Georgia Tech Catholic Center's mission. Mm. So it's not just that we take a mission trip there. There's multiple students that have at different times gone and just worked there for months. Um, but every spring break, we will go there, and we go back to the same community, and we work with them Um and I think it's beautiful because you go back every year and you meet the same people um, and you get to serve them. And mm. it's it's so different from um, it's so different from just being here, <laughs> you know, because you're when you're in Peru, you're separated almost like m- most of our students don't have their phones on them. 
we work on a completely different schedule and everything and they just get to take a step back and like really learn what it means to serve the people in mm-hmm. front of them mm-hmm. um and that i think is something very beautiful um this is actually our fifth year mm-hmm. with this mission trip nice. uh and the first year was actually i believe a focus mission mm-hmm. trip and then I'm guessing father loved it. And then so now it's a Catholic center mission trip. Um, and all the students are from Georgia Tech pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So this is going to be his first time. Yeah, it's my first time actually leaving the country. So we'll see how that goes. I'm a little nervous, yeah. but um, it should be it should be really good. And just to to have the students get to go out to have this type of experience and to be able to as she was talking about, uh, nothing else matters except encountering the person in front of you. That's what we're asked mm-hmm. to do and to go serve. And, um, and and that's the most beautiful thing, hearing these stories of people coming back and talking about people by name um, that they will be praying for, that they may never mm-hmm. see again, right? Um, and, and that's such a beautiful, beautiful gift. Um, and so we're really excited to yeah. to go do that um, and, and to yeah. um, just, just be a part, for me, to get to be a part of this yeah. for the first time um, and to go outside this country um i'm I'm really excited and um it's it's gonna be a wonderful experience i mean it's lasting relationships honestly for everyone Mm -hmm. that goes um i myself am taking letters from uh, recent graduates that went on the mission trip with me last year and from people from years before and i'm taking these letters to the people that you know i'm going to meet again so it's not like it's not one of it's not a mission trip where you would go and then you forget like you know those people we pray for them very often we remember them Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just get to go back which is great that is great that is so good and so i'm sitting here wondering too so i'll ask the question then i'll give out the number because we only have 10 minutes Mm -hmm. left in the fish fry competition but i'm sitting here wondering you know what kind of impact has um you grew up catholic rick is that i did not no i I, um converted my sophomore year of college Okay, that's right. That's mm-hmm. what you said too. And so, how has this impacted your family? I mean, you you converted to the faith. Now you're a focused missionary, one of those crazy focused missionaries who are giving up their lives and <laughs> and living on what other people will donate to their to their missionary status. And uh, so, how has that impacted your family? Um, but I got to give out the number six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. Talking with Shrishti. Gupta, Rick Dickens, we only have a few more minutes, only until 6 o'clock for the fish fry competition. If you want to vote on that, call 678-688-4549. Only have a few more minutes to get up to $50,000 so that we ring the bell. Come on, let's do it. 678-688-4549. How has it impacted your families? So, I mean, obviously, initially, it was really hard for them. Um, However, I would say it opened up a space to, for us to have really good conversations about deeper things. And I think that really helped. Um, I know when I started Focus, um, there was a lot of friction between me and my family. However, um, it's just the, the worst, like uh, the story from the Bible where Jesus says that what you give up, you will receive hundredfold. Mm-hmm. I think that applies so well because yes, there was friction in the beginning, but I can very truly say that my relationship with my parents right now is way better than it was before that because now we've had really good conversations. I mean, my mom came to visit me last week, yeah. which 
didn't happen all through four years of college. So it's like, it's one of those things, like, um, I think God definitely has a plan there where he takes care of our families. Now, how long it takes is a different situation for everyone. Um, I think it does, it does give room for very good conversations, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. Um, And Rick? Yeah, I would say that's a, to Shushi's point, I think that's a very similar, um, with, especially with the conversations and i think it's sometimes the hardest people to evangelize mm-hmm. to is your family because mm-hmm. they know you so well um and they know what you're like before your conversion they know what you're like during your conversion post conversion and so it's difficult um to to do but i think uh we've been able to have conversations about why i'm interested in focus yeah. why i wanted to do it why or what impact it's had on me um <clears throat> as well as the catholic faith in general um and so it's it's been really cool to have those conversations, conversations I would have never have, have thought about or, or even dreamed about, to be honest. And yeah. kind of like Shishi, I had my um, twin actually come down this past yeah. weekend, and he got to spend the weekend with me and see what I do. And I think that they once they start to see um, kind of what you know what um, we do and uh, how hard we work and how yeah. hard we work um, for for Christ in the church, I think they're intrigued by that and captivated yeah. by it. And one other thing I'd add in there too that I think has been such a gift. Um, is that uh, it, the scripture that always comes to mind and she's talking about like who are my brothers and sisters those yeah. who are like my brothers and sisters in Christ are yeah. is like um, my family and I think that that's been the greatest gift is I have 50 mission partners who, who yeah. give to me every single month that without yeah. them I, I would not be able to get to do what I, I do mm-hmm. um, and they are my family my my friends that yeah. are, are Catholic have been my family and now I have yeah. a, another family at Georgia Tech I have one yeah. back at Mizzou and the the Newman Center there has been such a gift, and so truly, um, it's it's like yeah. having my immediate family. There's nothing like that. But then I've, I feel like I've gotten a yeah. whole separate family as well. Yeah, especially with the team and the mission partners. Yeah. Like you know, you're not on mission alone. You're all together. And... Sorry, I forgot the team. The team's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they are truly a family. I mean, we literally spend. We actually every... are like family. Oh, and by the way, yeah, yeah, yeah no. exactly. <laughs> so that's my bad. You're fine. But they're incredible. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. All right, so we are out of time. Um, last thought that you'd like to share: number to call six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. And then a closing prayer. I would just say that um, I would just say that the Catholic Church is so worth pursuing, mm. and God is so lo- worth love falling in love with. Um, like that's that's He's the most important one out there. Um, Rick, do you? Yeah, and I would say along those lines, um, something very similar is no matter. I sometimes we feel like what. God is asking of us is too much. I think yeah. Shishi and I felt that way maybe yeah. about like a call to focus of like, yeah. oh my gosh, we've given you everything. We confirmed. We've <laughs> literally changed our lives, like how we've been living like tenfold. Like this is is crazy. But every single yes, and no matter how small or big it is, yeah. is a yes that God will then just bless and just yeah. absolutely do wonderful and amazing things yeah. with that. So I just challenge everyone to, um, yeah, if they feel called to do something, they feel called to to make a life change, whatever the yeah. case may be, especially in this time of Lent, what better time, yeah. right? Yeah, perfect um, time. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving, like just to sit there and to uh, pursue the the Lord wholeheartedly, yeah. to give your yes, and to um, just know yeah. Exodus chapter fourteen, verse fourteen, yeah. it says that the Lord will fight for you. Know that that yeah. is true. Just be still. Know that the Lord is fighting for you, and yeah. to have confidence in that. Love it. Well, I have good news because Tony 
Demario right. called and said, "Go dogs!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, "Pick up the bell because we get to ring it." So pick them up. Both we got two okay, bells. Let's do it. Go. Come on, okay. let's do it. Go jackets! Go jackets! <laughs> <laughs> right. Georgia. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right, number to call six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. We're going to be welcoming uh, Notre Dame Academy John Henry Spawn and NDA students here in just a moment. And then the last fifteen minutes, we're going to be talking with Carol and staff. <laughs> Carol and Steph, who keep keep all this going here at Catholic Radio, got it going, keep it going. We'll be talking about that in the last fifteen minutes. Stay tuned. Six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine.